0: hey guys i'm Raul coley and i am off vader a weird terrier apparently my name is ayanna white i'm a writer for iZombie. zombie hi i'm molly Megan.
1: i play Liv's mom on iZombie. zombie and you're listening to the iZombie
0: zombie podcast is that really how you're gonna sit can't you sit up sit up sit up
1: You're listening to a season one episode of the I Zombie podcast with Robin and Steph. We're a fan podcast dedicated to the hit CW show I Zombie. The season one episodes begin and end abruptly, so we hope you'll forgive us. This week we talk about episode eleven, Astro <laughs> I love it. We have our uh, we are, we have our new show within a show. That's pretty cool. They they said they were going to be going with um, they were going to go with zombie you, and then they were going to even pick on uh, the Walking Dead more by by having their um, having an after show for their fictional zombie show and have it called Zombie Chew. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they decided on Zombie High, so.
0: Well, that seems very CW.
1: <laughs> Things you learn on Twitter when you're reading the next day because you can't live tweet because of a freaking baseball game that uh, <laughs> uh, keeps you from watching your show live. As a matter of fact, uh, our New York uh, affiliate of CW didn't air iZombie until 1130 because for some reason um, we had to have a repeat of The Flash uh, air before <laughs> iZombie. After the news, so it was like wicked late when they finally aired it.
0: Ah, it was a rerun, a repeat
1: of of the the flash. flash. They
0: didn't even have to show it, but I guess contractually, I guess.
1: And I, I, you know, I think it probably affected the ratings some. I mean, we we had a uh, a point six this week with one point five six million viewers watching, Um, but yeah, maybe it could have been more. I don't know.
0: Well We You know Um We got season two So that's fine Yes
1: exactly As a matter of <laughs> doesn't fact Doesn't matter Um This Tuesday When they were airing the episode It was the writers First day Back At the uh Back in uh The The, the offices To uh Start pitching ideas For season two Wow we've got, we've got a couple of pictures That I'll post in the group Of just the writers Like hanging out together And The big empty Writers room table Um and, uh, you know, I'm just kind of thinking that maybe they have wanted to get together and just spend some time listening to our podcast. Get, oh, yeah. To get ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> listening to our suggestions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we've been trying to get uh, Rose to come on. She's she's been uh, she's been saying that she'd like to come on, but I think she's going to be home uh, during the last couple weeks of the season. So um, I'm thinking maybe she might not want to uh, chat on uh, podcasts, take a break from the whole thing. But I I can tell you that she confirmed over Twitter that she's going to be at San Diego Comic Con. So uh, I'm really hoping we get another like a, a full panel whole bunch of stuff to talk about coming out of that about season two.
0: Oh, surely they'll have something big to announce mm. you don't just go to comic con yeah. you know you you, you take a, you know information a package mm-hmm. announcements
1: yeah. yeah exactly and hopefully it'll be better than last time where they had to uh cancel the pilot screening and uh you know <laughs> because
0: why uh, did they have to do that?
1: Uh, well, Peyton got recast, and uh, oh, and uh, Eva got recast. Um, That's so right. There's this uh, probably this uh, this pilot out there that maybe we'll see like years from now on YouTube or something that uh, <laughs> 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 with the uh, original cast members. But uh, I uh, I don't know. I can't personally see Ali- anybody but Ali Machaka and Molly Hagan in the roles anyway. So all
0: right. <laughs>
1: Um, not much else for news. Uh, we got a lot of dis- lot to discuss. This is our, our third to last episode of iZombie Astro Burger.
0: This was fantastic. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so good.
1: It's so funny because, you know, I'm watching this episode and I'm thinking like the entire time. I'm like, this is just weird and there's weird things happening and I don't know. Is this... This episode's not really working out for me. And then at the yeah. end it's like, oh, buh, 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 what?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then you just think back on the entire episode and you're like, Oh my God, that that all made perfect sense. Yeah. And all the things I had problems with, I realized that was intentional. hmm But we'll we'll talk about that. Um, directed by Michael Fields, written by Kit Boss. Um So our first, uh, our first topic I have here is all roads lead to Scott E. Everything that happens in this episode pretty much has something to do with our, our good friend, Scott E., who, uh, I guess we only got one good scene with him last week (laughs) and then boom, he's murdered. He's the, he's the next brain, much like, much like, uh, the reporter. Um, it's very surprising.
0: Yeah. Now, how does Blaine know him?
1: Um, Blaine knew him because uh, he was a like a drug buddy of his, a drug okay. dealer, friend of his. Um, so we learned about Scott E. He was disowned from his parents by his parents after being busted selling drugs.
0: What? Well, wait, really? Was he?
1: Um, that why? What, did you think that was incorrect?
0: Well, Johnny. Snow? Snow, Johnny. Johnny Frost? Johnny Johnny Frost. Johnny (laughs) Frost. You
1: mixed up with Dr. Horrible. (laughs) I
0: know. That's what I was thinking. The the delusion said that, right? Or did the doctor? The doctor didn't say that. The doctor just said that he was subjected to a little emotional...
1: Oh, yeah. I should have probably thought about, like, who said what. Because I'm thinking Major said this, but... I don't know. Either way, from the, it seemed like it was factual because um, there was this whole thing with this baby, you know, and not wanting to have this baby go back to these parents that were terrible, rather be raised by uh, old man Larson. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we got we actually have a little bit of a timeline here set up. I think we were wondering last week, like how long has it been since the massacre? And uh, it said in this episode, it's been seven months since mm, okay. uh, Scott E had that psychotic break after witnessing the massacre. Um, and it's uh, and it's Scott's information that sets off uh, different parts of this episode, like um, his murder, which uh, which was a good it was a good um case of the week. I mean, we had our usual red herrings, um. I love how when the case gets started, uh, Clive says, hey, you know, in a mental institution, everyone's a suspect. And uh, I just wrote in my notes, like, here's Clive again. There's, you know, being a cop, there's really no time to have political correctness, I guess. You can't be like... Well, we have to be sensitive <laughs> But, you know, if they're in if, if you're in an asylum Full of, you know uh, Possibly violent people They're probably the people that uh, <laughs> One of them is probably the ones that killed this guy um, And much like He was very um, Straightforward with uh, The painter And, you know, hey, it's probably the wife in Most cases, it's the wife you know, it's really, it's, I think it's statistics to him more than anything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Well,
0: I figure that's p- pretty much real life.
1: Yeah. I just love how Clive is very much, you know, matter-of-fact in mm-hmm. <laughs> this whole thing.
0: He's just business. Yeah, He's, he's, really, we don't know, we know very little about Clive other than, you know, he's just, uh, very professional and serious and is, uh, I think
1: I think we're going to learn a bit more about him once he
0: finds I hope out. so.
1: Once he finds out, I think it's going to open up a whole new side of him. And I really yeah. think Clive may be on the way to start starting to figure things out. I mean, when she called in, when Liv called in to um, say, hey, my vision says this orderly is stealing things from his patients. And he's like, that was a, that's a pretty detailed vision you had there.
0: Or, like, when he's – Clive even assumes the position that she saw the doctor in in her her vision. So, that's pretty detailed, yeah.
1: (laughs) It was a funny sight, too. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: When we first saw the vision and saw the legs up in the air, I was like, what is going on here?
1: Oh, you didn't Im- immediately think that was somebody trying to get pregnant?
0: No, did uh, you?
1: I, I, I've seen the legs up in the air thing before, so. <laughs> Hi, father of three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Robbie determines that this was a fake suicide. He was killed with an overdose of uh, amitriptyline. Am- amitriptyline? Yeah, I think that was good. Um, <laughs> good. <laughs> fake suicide, slitting the wrist with the toothbrush shiv, and then just placed in a bathtub. So um, yeah, we go through our usual red herrings. Like I said, with uh, we had the first suspect, of course, major, is Major, We're just like, "Yeah, arrest me. I got upset over a chess game. <laughs> he kept beating me. What do you want me to do?" Um. And according to, um, the list of videos that Scott had, um, he, I guess he must've been like a chess champion. So,
0: uh, he was a chess guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, each of his videos were like Scott versus this, Scott versus that. Oh. So, um, and then we had, uh, our second suspect since she was, uh, last seen with Scott was Bree, uh, (laughs) which is awesome because that's my wife's name and, uh. (laughs) I get to poke fun at her because of uh, how crazy this girl was acting. <laughs> um, I recognized her. That's uh, actress uh, Leah Gibson. Um, she played Lucy on the uh, remake of The Returned, which
0: oh. is
1: a, a, it's just a show I've seen recently. I guess every everybody from the show went on to uh, be on iZombie after <laughs> or something. I don't know.
0: I liked her. She was good.
1: Yeah, she was. and It was too bad that you know, it, it kind of ended with her flirting with Clive. But her flirtation with Clive is, is pretty memorable. D- do, you, do you have the quote? Because I do. <laughs> uh,
0: no. What is the quote?
1: You have the same kind eyes my daddy had before I burned down his car dealership. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then we had Jeff the Orderly, who liked to pawn his uh, patient's belongings, but only after they are dead. And um, yeah, and uh, he gets uh, he, like you know with Liv calling in a, a noise complaint. Um, we find out that the uh, drugs he has comes from a prescription written by Dr. Maggie Larson, who is. Did you recognize this actress? No. Um, did you watch all of Mad Men, or did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is Anna Draper. Uh Melinda Page Hamilton who played Anna. Or Anna? Anna Draper?
0: Oh. The uh, wife
1: of the uh the real the adult. actual Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Hmm. And uh yeah, I wasn't sure how much I liked her here. I'm not sure who it was the character or just I don't know. The that first scene with them walking down the hallway and she's being very like she's in she's way into the accent. <laughs> And she's being super shifty. I'm like, yeah, that is compl- that is the killer right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to describe that characterization. <laughs> and, it was a very mannered yeah. performance. I don't know. <sighs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I, I, yeah.
1: <laughs> and it just, I don't know, the stupidest, the stupidest... Uh, I mean, did she really think she was going to get away with that? I, I just, uh, you know, first, just the, the plan to get pregnant because because her her uh, senior citizen husband <laughs> is uh, shooting blanks. He's She decides, oh, I'll just take advantage of one of my patients and then my patient will get me pregnant. Not that that's anything to worry about. Um, <laughs> and then... Um, and then you know i can pretend it's uh my my husband's uh baby but then when that when he and it turns out that um, scott e because of his relationship with his parents has decided um he doesn't he, he definitely doesn't want any kids uh anna, decide, or anna not anna <laughs> uh, maggie decides to uh have uh or to kill scott so just the dumbest plan all around mm-hmm. i i don't know and the whole thing with him being afraid of the devil, and then it turns out it's this blue devil on the coffee cup. mm mm-hmm. Just, uh, whatever. That was the the framework that set up, uh, so much other really great stuff that happens in this episode. Um, and, uh, one of them is Blaine covering his tracks. Um, David Anders actually tweeted out, uh, this week Blaine covers his tracks, like, covers tracks like Cobain or something like that. <laughs> That's really
0: funny. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, uh, what I want to know, was Blaine, was he, just out of the goodness of his heart, visiting Scott E. in the mental institution, was he just being an, a friend, or did he, was he up to something?
1: I always think he's got an ulterior motive. I mean, yeah. it's just like the reason why he visits Liv and Robbie. It's like, yeah, he's probably checking on that cure. But does he really care about the character? No, he's just checking out Liv and Ravi, seeing what they're up to. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I, I was thinking that too because I was like, well, what possible reason? I mean, this guy cried zombie after the massacre, and I I, I I'm just assuming that you know he made a, a spectacle of himself, got himself arrested, and then committed. Um. So what does Blaine have to worry about after this? Um. But no, it's like he's. He's visiting to. He says, "You know, play play chess." And uh, and uh, on his on his visitor um, timesheet there, which has his hilarious alias on it, by the way, yeah. uh, John Doe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I noticed the times, and it. He spent like two hours with them. It wasn't like he just like popped in, made a quick threat. And,
0: yeah. So so he burned uh, the apartment. What was he trying to cover up?
1: That that phone video.
0: So he knew he had the phone video.
1: Liv told him. Told him.
0: That's right. Okay, that makes sense. Which
1: again, it's like, why did she do that? (laughs) Why Mm. did she tell him that? Liv, Liv, um, Liv, I think likes to drop truth bombs and see where all the pieces fall after the explosion. (laughs) (laughs) Because she does, she does that a lot. I mean, the one I go back to, just, just. Because Johnny Frost is in this episode, or is he? Um, <laughs> uh, is how she totally called him out on um, having a pro, you know, having a prostitute like right there on the set of his uh, the local news show. Like she could have been a little more delicate about that, but mm-hmm. whatever. And and then she, it's like she's just trying to see. Like what? What's going to happen when she says, um, "Yeah, that"? So Scott has is supposed to have this zombie video just to see what he's going to do. I,
0: I don't know. Or does Blaine just freak her out so much that she just has like word vomit around yeah. him, and because she, she doesn't know what to do, she just <laughs> ah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, the other note I had under here was Suzuki. I think we were trying to we were, we were starting to just kind of believe like characterize him in our maybe in our heads in our in our head fiction <laughs> that mm-hmm. um, or head canon, that Suzuki he seemed reluctant in that conversation with Blaine the last time we saw him so thought maybe Suzuki was hope, might be trying to help live but I mean he goes to the to the meet and totally tells Blaine all about the Lowell situation and the only thing that makes me wonder um, maybe he might be on our side or something is the fact that he waited a long time to tell Blaine and Blaine noted that Mm -hmm. but I don't know I mean he makes Blaine suspicious like he's like well if Lowell was there to murder you could uh, this zombie girl uh, be in on it as well I don't know um, which sends Blaine to the morgue to check things out, and uh, Ravi wanted wants to do some sort of test where they have uh, they drink Max Rager, <laughs> and um, yeah, I wrote here like was he at all serious or did he really think uh, Liv could poison Blaine? Like was he was he seriously thinking that Liv was going to poison him or was he honestly saying? Well, I'd like to see the effects on Max Rager, but if Liv totally poisons him, that's that's okay, too.
0: That's what it sounded like to me. He was like, oh, let me uh, grasp at straws and find any way to find, you know, uh, a way for Liv to get rid of this guy.
1: Right. Um, and then Blaine makes her drink first. And I just, you know... I actually screamed at the screen. I back, I, I backwashed you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what I want to know is the video that he, he, okay. Major told Liv that Scott E gave the video to somebody in television. Mm-hmm. So that video is out there.
1: It is. Yeah.
0: I, and I'm, I'm just so afraid major is going to see it and be crushed. Mm. Like, He's going to. Go, I mean, he's 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 flirting with the going off the deep end right now. But he is going to go off the deep end. Yeah.
1: Um. Yes. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: We're talking about Blaine right now. Okay. The um uh, the uh see, so you got me thinking about Major now. Um. I love how we how Blaine offers Lib a, a tan. Yeah. <laughs> And he, she's like, like those self-hating zombies, as if um, the whole fire thing. Oh, um, just the joy of seeing Blaine and Julian and the rest of his crew just having fun, like chopping up this astronaut's brain into little gift packages, and we got taking so much care.
0: Yeah, with yeah,
1: we got Three Dog Night playing on the soundtrack at the time, um, <laughs> and I was thinking to myself. There's a dangling plot thread here that I wonder if they're going to pick back up. They have to because they they totally set it up. Where's Evan, the brother? Where is, is he? Is he working for them yet? Is he? Oh. Is he in the freezer? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I wonder. I don't know. Um, no, he can't possibly be in the freezer because that would mean the show plays tricks on us, and it never does that. Uh, <laughs>
0: No, Liv would know if her brother was missing. You think so? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. She and would wanna be like, "Oh, he's a, he's a reoccurring guest star, so you know if he's missing, it probably means he's not on this episode."
0: <laughs> no, that'd be too. She mild. wouldn't say that. <laughs> but but Eva is we're we're going to see Eva again. Yes. So I predict we'll see Eva and Evan in the next before the you know Next maybe, two
1: episodes. Yeah. yeah. Because they set it up like she's getting him a job, he's going to go work the Miku. We didn't see him there with the assembly line, so maybe he's just a delivery boy. I don't know. Um, We have uh, Luda getting in trouble and getting stabbed in the neck as a result. Um, But yeah, let's let's talk about Major. All right, Major Major the zombie hunter... Um, (laughs) Uh, because of delusions that we, uh, that we're going to get into a little bit, um, we had a bit less major than we seem to get this week. So why don't we just concentrate on real major and then we'll talk about fake major. Okay. Um,
0: real major is obsessed mm. and driven and is not worried about getting a job.
1: Right. He He, in fact never said anything about getting a job.
0: No. (laughs)
1: He he was told about zombies. He tried to tell Liv again and I I love Liv's reaction. Just kind of a terrible liar. <laughs> but I guess he sort of believes her, but still it's like she's just kind of like fool you. What were you talking about? Uh, I have no idea what you're saying. Um, I do I, I, I'm sure a lot of people are getting I mean, I I know we actually have some feedback about people getting annoyed that she's still not telling Major, but I do love this uh, this role reversal that we usually get on our superhero shows, like uh, uh, of uh, you know I can't tell I can't tell her my secret because I have to keep her safe, um, like with Arrow and Flash and uh, Smallville, all those all those shows. It's always I have to keep my secret you know and that usually lasts for a season or in smallville's case five six <laughs> gets really annoying after a while but anyway uh major shows up uh for keys because guess what he after hearing that news uh he's suddenly feeling all better <laughs> um and uh, I love the uh, the joke of uh, I had a giant Indian throw a sink to the window and then I jumped to freedom. <laughs> 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 Which, uh, yeah, folks, watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's a great movie.
0: Maybe the doctor was was her performance was an homage to somebody in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's this I don't Miss know how not I haven't seen that movie in maybe I've seen half of it. I don't know.
1: The main the main person, Nurse Wretched. Yeah. Um I don't think she had a an accent like that though. I don't know.
0: Okay. Oh, and is blooming blooming Grove. Blooming Grove is that I, I was expecting a, a pun. Yeah, is that a what is that in reference to? I have,
1: I have no idea. Write in if you folks know. Um, I immediately just started thinking maybe Blooming Onions were on their mind uh, when they were writing this. <laughs> I could go for a Blooming Onion right
0: now. Oh, man. Blooming Onion, that sounds delicious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we got some great call-outs uh, for some... Uh, Definite bonus uh, material if you want to. If you've never seen Vertigo or Harvey, I suggest you check them out this week. Um, they're really good. You
0: know, good. Um, you know is movies. Vertigo the one with the doppelganger? Yeah, I do not care for that movie, and I know it's supposed to be like it's a bummer. A, it's a, a bummer of a
1: movie. Jimmy Stewart does not yeah. act very Jimmy Stewart in it. He is he's he's he obsessed. is like.
0: Major He's
1: like major, exactly (laughs) This is a, and it's a great It's such a great, like, touchstone For uh, this episode Because in Vertigo Things are not what they appear to be And we have a very obsessed uh, Protagonist Um, I I thought that was genius That they pulled Vertigo out Especially Mm -hmm. after I finished the episode (laughs) Um so, yeah, Major's real motivation for checking himself out is that track down that video. And he, he goes to Scott E.'s apartment. Liv's already been there. Uh, we'll talk about that. And he nearly gets caught by Blaine and Julian. And his decision after this
0: <laughs> is to hide in their freaking trunk. I know. That, I was, that scared me today.
1: Okay, they opened that trunk to get gas cans out. Luckily, they didn't care to actually retrieve their gas cans and, and to, to put them back in the trunk. If so, they would have just seen him, like, laying there, like, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why didn't Major just follow them in his own car?
0: Because he's not thinking clearly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: He's not, he's not himself.
1: Um, yeah, I just didn't get that. <laughs> but, I mean, I'll just say... I, I, I won't... It's it, I I will definitely go along with what you're saying. It's, this is not him. I keep having to remind myself... The same with Liv. These are not, like, street vigilantes. These are not superheroes. These are normal people that are thrown into a weird circumstance. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So... Uh, it was a great shot there, Major finally finding that meat cute the you know, the Chartri. Charturi? Don't know that word. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, we saw it in the promo, but I just love that over the shoulder shot and then seeing Blaine and Julian working in there. Blaine having a little little coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and so Major decides, I'm not acting crazy enough. You know what I'm gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sneak in the middle of the day. I'm gonna get in this person's car and steal all their brains. And r- what? Where did he do? run off? I, I, so major brings the brains to live in Peyton's apartment.
0: <laughs> Look what I so found. He, so he has physical evidence. Yeah, That's, because he knows he's not crazy yeah. because he said that he was. You know, spend some time with some crazy people, and you'll know. That you're saying
1: Right, yeah It's true I mean, I feel that way whenever Like, the kids don't get a nap Like, (laughs) I am not going crazy I am not going crazy Um, but, uh, yeah Major isn't looking for a job He's got a new job And it is going to be to kill all the zombies (laughs) (laughs) So, um Where are we gonna go with this? Uh (laughs)
0: I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared for Major.
1: I mean, is is Major? I mean, I I, I wonder. Like after what's what's going to happen in season two? What's going to happen in season two? I can't help but think about it. Like, is is this going to turn Major into maybe not the big bad, but certainly the antagonist of season two? Oh
0: man, I, I I I hope not. I didn't even think about that.
1: Okay, so um, our next topic is we gotta definitely talk about these delusions. Um, the first one, the most obvious one, the one that it's funny. It's like the it's it's uh, it's paraded in front of us as we're watching the show. This devil, just so we don't notice any of the more, uh, you know, the more subtle uh, delusions. This uh, this devil. Um, <laughs> uh, Because
0: these are the chips that she's been eating this whole time.
1: Yes. (laughs) And um, did you know who voiced the devil, by the way?
0: Was it Dan Etheridge? Nope. Who was was, it?
1: It was Darren Norris, just (gasps) like uh, Johnny Frost.
0: Oh. Yep. Huh.
1: What's with the complexion, girly girl? Mind class, just get out. (laughs) Rude. Uh, Yeah, I love this devil. It was uh, just uh, constantly uh, perverse and uh, like saying that he wanted to wanted to go in and watch uh, Ravi and Peyton.
0: So Ravi and Peyton, (laughs) they hit it off.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sidetrack. Yeah.
0: Wow, I was not expecting that. Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, they okay, they because.
0: Robbie, I didn't, I didn't expect for him to have game.
1: Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> don't let him hear you say that.
0: I know, but because, well, you know, early on in the season, he, he went to the party and he was dressed like a dork.
1: <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. He wasn't, it wasn't like he was dressed abnormally or,
0: you no. Know, or but I was up. expecting him to be intimidated by Peyton.
1: Yeah. No, he's at the point where he's kind of, he picks on her. Um, the short shorts and the,
0: what What the
1: heck was she wearing on her feet, by the way?
0: <laughs> they were crocheted socks.
1: Okay, those were ginormous crocheted socks. Yeah. He kept saying ten pairs of socks. I was like, no, that is one pair of socks and they're ginormous. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Uh, <laughs> yes, and I love the, um, uh, Liv saying that she's going to go eat in her room and, Peyton's like, oh no, you gotta stay and Robbie's like shaking his head going, yeah. no and saying, please stay <laughs> <laughs> That was cute And uh, yeah, they're, they're in another room having giggle time um, and uh, who knows what's going on in there I mean, he could be uh, he could be making stupid faces at her or telling her jokes
0: or <laughs> I don't know tickling her. Tickling her.
1: Um, I don't know.
0: <laughs> we will
1: find out. Um, the other delusion, um, the one of three uh, delusions that uh, Liv had, was Johnny Frost.
0: Yeah, because she saw him on television. Yes, reporting the weather. They were talking about the the the, the astronaut, the fifth. Person to walk on the moon mm-hmm. was missing. Did it say 12th? I thought they said 5th. Uh, one of us is right. <laughs> and <laughs> then, like, just the next scene, he comes walking into the morgue. Yeah. The uh, morgue, lab, morgue.
1: Morgue, lab. Morgue. Um, yeah, and you know, Major said that uh, Scott had sent this footage to someone in the local news, and she sees Johnny on the TV, and immediately
0: assumes it's Sam. Yeah,
1: or at least her her subconscious, Scott's brain. Uh, yeah, and folks, if you've not seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer all the way through, you must go watch season seven, and uh, the uh, the big bad of the season being the first and uh i i could not help but think of the first as i was watching johnny frost the second time through because i was like is he touching anything is he opening <laughs> any he, he wasn't even helping with anything and and it was like a joke you know she was like oh don't don't strain yourself and she's climbing through a window and he's <laughs> like i can't my these hands there for, I don't know, pointing out clouds or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and she opens the door for him and all this stuff.
0: Yeah. Cause all he does is just sit there beside her and just, uh, just comment constantly. Yeah. yeah.
1: And he's a, he's kind of a conduit, uh, for, uh, information, uh, for Scott, um, saying that, you know, Scott was, uh, Scott was his pot dealer, but he did not receive the video from him. Um, he says that, uh, he knows where the valuables are stashed and, um, oh yeah. One thing they, they noted when they went into Scott's place was that, um, somebody had already been in there. Someone already broke in. Yeah. And
0: I just, well, maybe, maybe there was no picture of him there. You know his headshot was uh, was supposedly on Scott E's wall. Well, maybe it wasn't. Maybe they really weren't friends. They were not friends. Yeah,
1: I could I could see that. I could see Johnny being the figment of Liv's imagination. Then Scott talking through this figment. Right. Was that the only reason why they said that uh, somebody broken in it was because the picture was
0: taken? Yes, that was it. Oh, okay. Because the- she said she said the television, the stereo is still here. Yeah.
1: And the laptop was there. And I'm, you know, later I'm like, was that Jeff the Orderly that broke in? Because it wasn't Major yet. Because as soon as Major breaks in, then Blaine and Julian break in, and then there's a fire. So what is going on? And I did think, like, oh, maybe, you know, Jeff the Orderly had Scott's cell phone with the drugs that he got a prescription to, whatever. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I could have missed something there. So, Because it's like, how did he get the cell phone? Was that the reason why he broke into the place to get the cell phone? Or was the cell phone with him at Blooming Onion Grove? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Thinking too much about this. Okay, moving on. Johnny then goes with uh, Liv to break into Jeff's apartment. And it's funny because, uh, again, the first time through, this, okay, the second time through, I was like, this... Genius! You guys are geniuses. Who are writing the show. The first time through, though, I was like, "Why? Why is Johnny still there? These guys must love Darren Norris. They just wanted to have Darren Norris for the whole episode, and uh-huh. he's funny. He's being really funny. He's being and and the the thing is, it's like he's being funny, but he's also being like weirder and weirder, and those white teeth and just a just a crazy looks he was giving. And after you realize that it's all a delusion. He's more of like a like some sort of dream presence or, or, or something like that. I, I, it's like yeah. we got the dancing <laughs> and uh, yeah. So um, he's been saying the temperature all this time, and it turns out that this is the uh, this is the passcode to the phone. To the phone, and um, Liv sees uh, Johnny on the television and realizes that she hasn't. She's been imagining him. So, what did you think of when all of a sudden he just turned into static and went away?
0: I thought I was duped. I love it. I love that feeling. I love that feeling of being duped by television.
1: I love those moments when you're just like, with the show so much that you're just like going, oh, at the Ah. same time. I hate being ahead. Okay, sometimes I really love being ahead, but... Uh, in this case, I, I like being I like being played. I,
0: I like it when the writers are smarter than me.
1: Yes. <laughs> so again, this uh, who is this friend in the local news? I, I guess we'll find out. Um, but uh, what'd you think of the video?
0: <laughs> oh golly, that's so! I mean, for her to have to watch that—yeah, she actually watched herself in that demeaning. situation and Major is going to see that I know he is and it's going to be terrible it's going to be so tragic
1: you know what I think I think that Major is not going to see that video he's going to see it in person and she's going to be doing it in person because I think that's Mm. that's the thing it's going to be like we're going to be really worried about this video and then it's going to turn out that you know she's going to have to crack somebody's skull open and (laughs) eat their brains and um and then Major's going to walk in on it.
0: Maybe she, like, rages out, yeah. goes like full zombie and on somebody, and he sees that.
1: Yep. It's got to be. And it's cool, too, because... <laughs> again, this is awesome when you have a writer's room and they're all in the room together and they they can call back to each one of their scripts because we had the story of this video um, an episode or two back when Liv was talking about we were talking to Ravi about her first brain and when mm-hmm. she first like, coming up on the shore and finding a skull that was cracked open and digging in and so on the video we actually see this.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Um, okay, so... The third delusion is, of course, major.
0: <laughs> yeah. After the Johnny Frost delusion, I was like, "Ah, oh, they got me. Yeah. And then when there was another, I was like, no, I was not expecting that. <laughs> Ew, <sons of> ba-
1: <laughs> <laughs> because it's all going great. And then when you think about it or when you watch it, you know, another time like, like I did, like this is after she walks him out and then he comes back. I I remember when I was first watching it, I was like, wait a second. Some, this is weird. But then I c- quickly forgot about it.
0: No, but when he came back, I was like, aww. Yeah. He needs her.
1: Yeah. And, you know, he already kind of did the same thing with the, like, ah, I'm good. I just want to go home and try out my new deadbolts and... <laughs> And then he's like, "Oh, wait, actually, you know what? Uh, I've been eating institution food all this time, and uh, what you're eating sounds delicious." Um, so he kind of does the same thing with the, uh, eh, you know, I'd rather not. And, you know what? Maybe I will stay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, so, that's the thing, though. Like, real major is off hunting zombies. In his place is uh, Liv's idealized version of major. Um, right. He's got this. He's got this clean white shirt on and he's got his priorities all straight. He's, he's being super charming, super cool. He's like, I got to go look for a job. Like, you know, that should have been like clue number one. Of course, you know what? I think when I was first watching, I was like, oh, he's just duping her. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he's, he, she tells him to go sleep in her bed cause he can't sleep. He, he didn't get much sleep on the couch. And he just does, <laughs> yeah. And then he's there later to hold her when she comes home, and um, and then she then he's helping with dinner, and she's like, "Oh, you're so. Could you be more perfect?" And um, and then she says she said something that she's like, uh, "You know, I wonder how Doctor Larson could have violated her ethical code because she thought life had cheated her out of the happiness she she deserved." And then that's when Major makes his move, and you know, watching was the first time you like. Uh, you know, Oz is making sense because she's realizing that she, you know, she should probably tell Major, and Major's p- taking this as like a you know, what this is, I deserve this too, I deserve happiness, and this has got to work. I'm going to try to kiss her. And, um, and yeah, it was just her piloting this delusion with her own mind. Yeah. <laughs> and uh it's just you know she finally confesses we get the confession and his reaction is perfect you know it just feels better to know the truth and just yet how they wrap up that scene where she's kind of like sobbing and laughing at the same time as he as they're hugging and it's like oh it's so painful when it turns out it's not not that that never happened
0: yeah, but is that's what she really wants. She really wants him to sit down with her and say, We got to talk about this. She wants him to make her tell him, yeah, she I, wants to, she to just, make her open up.
1: She just wants to tell him, I think, I think that's what it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she wants major to have that reaction to be like, oh, it's this is this is crazy, but this doesn't change anything with us. So.
0: yeah, well. That's not how it's going to happen next time
1: <laughs> I don't think So while that ball is up in the air We forgot to mention one last thing Ravi might have cured Zombieism
0: <laughs> Wow <laughs> That was quick
1: <laughs> Yeah, it was like this is never going to happen um, I guess it did I guess I don't know, the way the way they were playing it was like, like He needs more materials Or something
0: He's a step closer, He's a step closer. Is, is that what he said?
1: Yeah, I think so I don't have the script in front of me, but Yeah Wow So <laughs> So what's going to happen to screw this all up?
0: <laughs>
1: Is Blaine going to be in there Setting fires in the uh, the morgue? Or uh, Yeah Oh, and I loved uh, Ravi's single white female Reference ah, I
0: mean. <laughs> Yeah Yeah uh- you're not gonna go off single, very white female on me, are you? single white,
1: very white female. Yeah, that's right. You're <laughs> to <laughs> your hair you're not gonna cut your hair like paint, and try calling it back with me later sometimes. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, we've talked uh, for quite a while, and now it is time for you talk. You to talk, and uh, w- let's get started with uh, some feedback of. Um, I'm kind of glad it's us on our own because I think a lot of people needed to process this episode I know I did I-
0: <laughs> yeah there's a lot to discuss <laughs>
1: um so um, why don't we first hear from our friend uh Josh from the Zombie Zombie um and he said something about on uh, Twitter that he's going to be asking a question that he's not sure we'll be able to answer I don't know um Okay, here's Josh. Hey, guys. This is Josh with iZombieUZombie calling in. And uh, it was a really great episode this week. I We loved it over here. I imagine you guys had pretty similar feelings. But I wanted to see if you would lock in to something we did. We always like to play Deadpool, who's going to die in this season, and my co-host picked Lieutenant Zombie, as we call him, and I picked Peyton as um, the wild card pick, trying to you know discover who you think is the most character likely to be killed off by the writers before the end of the season, and I was wondering if you guys could pick your most likely in the Deadpool, just to hear if maybe you get it right, or maybe we did, but it'll be very fun to listen to and I can't wait to hear your episode this week thanks
0: (laughs) thanks Josh yeah Lieutenant Zombie (laughs) I think is likely okay (sighs) not Peyton Peyton will be a season a series regular next season I think Mm,
1: I hope so this is a tough question Josh and it's not fair that like I should have pre-screened I'm going to screen your voicemails from now on uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we can be prepared. So we can be prepared. Oh, man. You know, this makes me think um, about how uh, I've been debating back and forth. Like, okay, what if they kill Blaine off? What, well, but the be- the,
0: the, uh, the preview from the upfront led us to believe that Blaine will be back next season. How so?
1: Oh, oh, with the what they said, like the old friends will be new enemies or something. Like that.
0: Yeah, new, <laughs> like alliances new alliances or something. Yeah. So Blaine will be bad.
1: Oh man, yeah, because it, exactly, it's like, how could they possibly find somebody that is as scary and charismatic as David Anders? I just
0: yeah, they're gonna hold on to him.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um. I'm thinking Julian isn't long for this world as much as, uh, as we love Alex Ponovic. And thanks again, Alex, for stopping by. I'm thinking Julian's probably going to be, uh, toast, uh, um, maybe in one last defense of his, uh, super cool boss, Blaine,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um. So I'll say Julian Like Julian and and Lieutenant Suzuki Just seem like easy picks
0: Yeah They seem dispensable
1: So it's like Okay so is it gonna be It's not gonna be Liv It's not gonna be Robbie It's not gonna be Major No They can't do it They can't possibly do it. it Can't be Clive I mean Oh definitely not I would drop the whole Police department
0: angle. Mm. Yeah I, I think the lieutenant And Uh Julian Julian Yeah That seems likely
1: Luda Luda Might as well have Died this week
0: <laughs> Who I'm sorry You cut out who
1: Luda the, the other henchman
0: Oh yeah
1: The Mr. Uh He's like Otis From Superman Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so lock us in for Suzuki Julian and Luda because uh, I don't want Molly Hagan to die. No. So I'm not even I'm not going to bet on that. Even though you know she's recurring as well as Evan, her brother. Like that would ruin Liv to have.
0: Yeah, that won't mother. happen.
1: Um. Yeah. Okay, we and can. And it sounds
0: can. like it. Well, and it sounds like to me they had such a hard time casting Peyton's role that I doubt they would lose her so quickly.
1: Well, you know, Allie, Allie, uh, Allie's got, you know, her own singing career and things like that. And I'm sure lots of other roles offered to her. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think they'd have to do her, her role a lot more justice. Um, you know, like if she was
0: gonna build up her character, yeah, just to kill her off, like yeah, they can't just like
1: say like oh she plays and she's cute in short shorts and wears a lot of socks and now she's dead so let's miss her. (laughs) (laughs) Like they'd have to lull her like real bad, like they'd Mm -hmm. have to make some really sweet scenes with her and Ravi, and then
0: just to rip them apart.
1: Yeah, I'm laying money down on Peyton. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm laying money. To, I it's. I don't want any one of these any of these people to to not be on the show anymore. So Suzuki, Julian, Luda, and Peyton, I'm I'm locking in. What about you? you-
0: I don't think Peyton. Not I think Peyton. Julian and Suzuki, but not Peyton. And and Luda. And Luda. Luda. <laughs> I mean Luda's fun, but I could see Luda and Julian. I could see other characters coming in. Yeah To those roles, yeah.
1: Well, thanks, Josh, for uh, making us talk about your uh, feedback for ten minutes. Uh, Let's get on to other feedback. Did you want to read something next?
0: I'll read Franzi's email. All right. Hey guys, first things first. I hated the psychiatrist from the very first moment. So arrogant and uptight. but the rest of the episode was astronomically good. A lot of really awesome stuff happened. The devil talking to Liv was hilarious. Have you watched Wonderfalls? It reminded me a lot of... Yeah, that was like Wonderfalls. Oh,
1: Wonderfalls is on see? my list. It's
0: I wasn't definitely. crazy about it. Okay. It was weird. Because the girl was always talking to a thing. Okay. A, an inanimate object. Uh, And poor, poor Liv and Major. It was so nice to see Liv telling him the truth, even though I somehow knew that it was just a hallucination. Hence, this revelation didn't surprise me that much. But holy crap, the video. I have to say it again. Poor Liv. I can't wait to see next week's episode, which has the best title Dead Rat, Live Rat, Brown Rat, White Rat. (laughs) And it also seems to be Rose's favorite episode, so I have high expectations. Greetings, Frenzy. So, oh no, does that mean that maybe once Ravi turned the zombie rat, once he cured the rat, does the rat die? Hmm.
1: Ooh. Interesting. Uh. That's what happens. Oh man! So it's gonna be like uh, he's gonna he's gonna send live off with the cure to cure somebody who scratched like I don't know major, and and then it's gonna turn out to be um, uh, the cure actually kills after a while, and then all this or maybe maybe Peyton will get scratched. Okay, I'll stop. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to Heidi's email. <laughs> says, hey guys, this mental hospital is going to make Major actually crazy. Oh, Liv is going to have to eat this crazy guy's brain. The devil talking to Liv reminds me of the animals that talk on Waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> crazy Liv is funny. Cliff is back. I bet he's the one that Scott E sent the video to of the boat party. I can't dislike Frost no matter what a douche he is because I just love the actor too much. Oh, my vanity is the issue. Not your breaking and entering. <laughs> That was cute I love that he tags along to investigate with Liv By the way, side note I love that Heidi writes as she's watching the show (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Blaine is seriously bold He just shows up at the morgue Has Liv built up a resistance to Iocane powder I mean poison (laughs) Uh, Major is getting into a very bad habit of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. I'm having a really difficult time believing this conversation between Major and Liv is happening. Did she really just tell him everything and he was okay with it? Or are delusions part of the crazy brain? You might be on to something, Heidi. Uh, Zombie Rat is cured. Yep, she's completely nuts. Johnny Frost was all in her head But what fun it was I bet all the stuff with Major was in her head too But she found the video And Major is a zombie hunter Although he may end up in jail If Clive finds him with coolers full of brains um, Major might end up in uh, in a, a freezer uh, Heidi um,
0: Or oh, uh, Never mind, go ahead <laughs>
1: She says, I need to watch this one again to figure out what was real and what wasn't. Until next time, Heidi. Yeah, the second watch is really rewarding, I have to say. Go ahead. What were we going to say?
0: Oh, uh, just he may end up in trouble trying to kill a bunch of zombies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do
0: right. you want me to read Allison's?
1: It looks like we're going back and forth.
0: Allie. Allie. Hey there, Team Z. This episode. I hate this episode. I mean, I love it. But I hate it I hate what it does to me. This episode you are a cruel mistress. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I'm savvy, but it was probably obvious very early on that Johnny Frost was a delusion from the Scott E brain. I realized it at the time he s- started dancing in the orderly's apartment and a lot of things started to make sense. Then when Major kissed Liv, I was so excited. I mean, all the excited. (laughs) Then I wanted her to tell him that she did. Then he hugged her, and I was like, oh, paranoid (laughs) schizophrenia, right? None of this is real. It's part of uh, coming from the school of Joss Whedon. If it seems too good to be true, it is. That's right. Speaking (laughs) of other shows... Did uh, the motels remind any Veronica Mars fans of Veronica and Logan's first kiss? I've been, wa- I've, I- I've maybe watched that scene too many times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a, that's the same. Maybe it was the same apartment complex. I don't know.
0: No, I think Veronica Mars was wasn't. Um, it was not filmed in was it ver- was that uh, Vancouver, all
1: in, uh, San Francisco, or San Probably. Diego
0: rather. Uh, it's California. Definitely California.
1: <laughs> it was in Neptune. It was all in my mind. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, uh, speaking of gratuity, how, uh, oh man, yes. How did we not talk about this yet? How about that shirtless major scene? Again,
1: idealized major. Like, of course, yes. her delusions can include a shirtless scene. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Thank you, I, zombie. I am. Full on board uh, this Major crush. Seriously, how perfect is he? Except for, you know, wanting to kill zombies. Now, there's even more reason for Liv not to tell him the truth. But if she did, of course, Major wouldn't kill her. She's Liv. He loves her. Also, she's a good zombie. She's a crime-fighting zombie. They could go fight zombie crime together. (laughs) (laughs) After all, Major is eventually going to have to learn that there are gray areas in this whole zombie thing. You can't just go around killing them. You're not Rick Grimes, Major. <laughs> <laughs> Blaine and his creepy and his creepy presence. Speaking of creep, we didn't see what's-his-face from last episode who is now a zombie. Who's well,
1: that? What are we talking about? Creep from last episode. Oh, oh! Uh, uh, Sebastian Meyer. Yeah, he's busy in Tomorrowland right now being a uh, crazy killer robot.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> uh, you know what's not creepy? Peyton and Ravi being adorable. <laughs> Zombie rat is now a rat. Do you really think Ravi will be able to cure zombieism? I bet Stephanie's theory is right. Oh, which one was that?
1: Oh, I was on Deardus' theory where it's going to be uh, that that rat's going to be dead.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm on that theory now. And I don't <sighs> even know what the Previous theory was, um, Liv will have to do something that will make it so that she can't get the cure. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, then they can start getting rid of zombies, but she will have to always be a zombie. I'm kind of hoping that the video of Liv eating her first brain is also just a paranoid delusion. Oh
1: no, nope. I believe in that video.
0: Yeah, I'm afraid it is a real thing. She's Last thing, clothes and everything.
1: Not that her delusion wouldn't make her think that, but still.
0: Yeah. Last thing when Scott E said he was at the Lake Washington boat party, I, lit- I literally yelled, I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> Loving the show, Allie. Thanks, Allie. That was a great email. Thank you.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, on our Facebook page, we had some uh, comments. Uh, we can go back and forth if you'd like. Uh, okay, I go called ahead. called You Live. That's really funny. Uh, <laughs> that's because I was reading as well. <laughs> All right, Liv. Um, Kevin says here, wow, that was a gut punch at the end when we found out that all of Liv's interactions with Major were just her imagination. Well played, writers. You got me. I hate you.
0: Smiley face. Jim says, that was cruel. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Marissa says... I'm a Liv Major shipper, so at first I was totally buying into the Liv Major re- reconciliation. But as the episode progressed, we got Liv and Major sweetly snuggling in bed, then him kissing her, followed by her confessing her zombie status, and instead of freaking out, him accepting it and understanding that was why she broke off the engagement. It was everything I'd been hoping for, but I expected that it was going to take at least a season to get to all of that, so I was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Even with my suspicions, I never expected the Brain of the Week had caused Liv to imagine every single moment of it. It was utterly heartbreaking, especially when the real Major came in and showed that acceptance was not how he was going to handle news of zombies at all. Apparently, the weatherman, who I just have to call Cliff, was (laughs) a delusion also, but at least was of the humorous variety. Always good to see him outside of Veronica Mars. Meanwhile, it seems like Ravi and Peyton have had at least one or two dates already for them to be staying in for this date and for him to be teasing her over her shorts and multiple socks combo. They were adorable. Happy to see Ravi getting some action. (laughs) Also glad that Ravi apparently beefed up the security at the house while Major was off being committed. Yep. In the ongoing st- zombie storyline, there's a video of the Lake Washington Massacre, which could be bad enough, but it features Lib's first brain in experience. Now I'm really wondering who else has that video. And Ravi may have found his template for a zombie cure because zombie rat is now just a normal rat once more. Very exciting developments in another good episode. And there, that was, there was a case of the week in there somewhere, too. But really, that's just an ex- <laughs> other interesting plot development, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael says, I don't normally talk to the TV much during a show, but I had to say poor Liv after the big reveal. <laughs>
1: um, oh, gosh. I get all the long ones. Ray.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Ray. Ray says, I have to say that overall, I'm still loving the show in general, but this whole not telling major thing is really starting to annoy me. Liv doesn't tell him last week, and instead is okay with letting him think he's crazy. And then... This week, she tells him in the end, it turns out it was just hallucination. Oh, but in the end, it turns out it was just hallucination. I'm getting frustrated. (laughs) I hate when a show uses the TV trope of revealing something important, but then at the end, it's either a dream, hallucination, or time gets turned back, so it's like it never happened. That just screams soap opera to me. The Flash did it a couple weeks ago, where someone found out something important, but then time was turned back at the end. Smallville's used that... Used to always do that as well with people finding out Clark's secret only for something to happen to nullify it. The excuses to keep Major in the dark wearing thin to me. Time to get on with it. Although I don't want to sound like all I do is complain about the show, I still think it's a great show that is a lot of fun and the acting is top notch. It's just this one little thing that is annoying me. Still love the show and the podcast.
0: Yeah, I, I know because, like, after watching Lost, you're like, just open up your mouth and tell somebody <laughs> something. <laughs> you could save a lot of trouble. Yeah. But if, if the payoff is worth it, you know, I'm okay with it.
1: It just depends on what the payoff will be. It's almost as if, like, if that delusion was actually real and we got this nice little moment between them, yeah, it's great in the moment, but then, you know, an episode or two later, you're just kind of like, why didn't didn't she just tell him? Look, look what happened. Nothing. Now we get this great payoff of, okay, now she really can't tell him because he wants to kill all the zombies. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. Um...
0: And she told him that zombies w- weren't real. So she lied. He will know that she lied. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Marissa says, yeah, Ray, I agree about the not telling Major things since Liv is so gun-shy about doing it. Sadly, what I predict is that Major is instead going to find out about Liv's zombieism by seeing that incriminating video, thus driving a new wedge in between them because she couldn't just tell him. Rivy is the voice of reason in this situation, even if some of Liv's fears may come true.
1: Yeah, well, the bromance might be broke up too because Ravi has been lying just as much. Yes, and uh, you know, if Rajor is over with, I'm—I think I'm going <laughs> to hang up my headphones. Uh, <laughs> and uh, finally, in the comments, uh, Andrew says the Hellfire Cheesy Puff Devil reminded me of Kyle Gas, which is funny. Who is that? It's uh, from Tenacious D, Kyle. Oh, okay. Okay, well, thanks everybody for writing in. Um, I'm glad we got a little extra time to really dig into all this feedback. Thank you um, for sending it in to izombiepodcast at gmail.com and joining our group at uh, facebook.com slash group slash izombiepodcast, I think. Either way, you can look it up on Facebook. There's a group. Yeah, search for it. There's a page. If you're joining something, that's the group. If you're liking something, that's the page. Um, Stay tuned for After the Plugs to hear what's happening next time on iZombie. Um, Unless you had something else to mention, Steph, before we get out of here.
0: Nope, I think we've covered it all.
1: All right, plug away.
0: Uh, You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Steph Smith. If you would, tell me, you know, hey, I listen to the podcast because I'd like to know, you know, to... To decide what is a real person and what is spam.
1: <laughs>
0: so I can follow you back. Yes. And uh, Potential Cast, the Buffy Rewatch podcast, we're almost finished. We're almost finished after five years. are seeing
1: that every year, every week. So, uh, I know. We'll see. we'll see.
0: And after we finish, we're going to pick back up on, on Redemption Cast, our angel podcast.
1: My prediction is we're going to be starting season two and Steph's going to be saying the same thing. We're almost done with Buffy, like two episodes away.
0: I don't know, because, no, we're not (laughs) starting until (laughs) we finish.
1: For myself, my other podcast is Defenders Podcast, uh, the Marvel Netflix series, uh, starting with Daredevil. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, we're about halfway through Daredevil and, um, we'll probably be done before, um, Steph finishes Buffy. Uh, probably. <laughs> you're gonna find that at com, just like you find iZombie Podcast. Uh, follow me on Twitter at LRobinero and yeah, send me a little shout out on the Twitter. Say hi. Let me know you're watching the show, you're listening to the podcast, any of that stuff. Uh, love connecting with fans. Thank you for listening to the Season 1 episode of the Zombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. Our podcast logo is designed by Dee Sheehan. You can find her work at behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. We posted that link, as well as others, on our home on the web, iZombiePodcast.com. There you'll find links to our Twitter and Facebook pages. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash iZombiePodcast. Finally, send your feedback in to iZombiePodcast at gmail.com. The iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it all you like as long as you link it back to us. But please, do not change it or sell it or trade it for brains unless you're going to give us some. And remember, a mind is a terrible thing to taste.